On this week's episode of Friend Code, we're talking about how Sonic was almost a human boy, more hidden DLC in Super Mario Odyssey, and is Diablo 3 coming to the Switch? Hello everyone, welcome to the new episode of Friend Code. I'm your host, Michael Damiani. Joining me today, Brad Ellis. Uh, achievements! Uh, achievements are back! Ben Moore! Hey! How's it going? It's going well, man. That's good to hear. We're, we're having a role reversal, like just yesterday. Yeah, we're, this is like the alternate timeline we version. We're in Universe we're X frame right tra- now. Frame trap. This is, uh, what would the alternate version of Frame Trap be called in this alternate dimension? Um, trap Frame? Or you got something better? Hmm. What would the alternate version of Frame Trap be? What's the reverse of It would be, it frame would be a 30-minute podcast, <laughs> and the title of it would be... <laughs> yep. Talk about games. Be, you'd know what the hell the show was <laughs> yes. from the title. That's that would be the alternate version. Game talk. Game. Everything would make sense. Yep. Game talk. <laughs> game talk is the talk. alternate version of Frame Trap. Yep. Yep. All right. Uh, good spirits here. Uh, before we get into any of our segments, I have a little bit of corrections here. I'm not like Kyle Bossman. I don't do corrections music, so that's my correction to you, viewers. Because people were like, Domiani, where's the corrections music going? I'm like, I never said there was going to be corrections music. I'm just saying the well, corrections. A lot of assumptions there, viewers. Land yeah. Down, land down the law. Yeah. Like, we got to get some our house in order here. Anyway, here we go. First off, even though I have said on past episodes, and I've, I've said this on past episodes, last episodes... Apparently, I didn't say this, so I'm just going to clarify once and again. This is just for everything. If I don't say this again, Panic Button handled the switch port of Doom in Rocket League. I have said that many times before. Just didn't say it last episode, and we brought up Doom again, and I said id software, and everyone's like, correction, you didn't say Panic Button. It's Thank you. Very nice. We should always give shout-outs where shout-outs are due. Yes, Panic Button did handle them. And guess what? They're also handling the upcoming Switch port of Wolfenstein 2. So thank you for that. Star Fox 2 was indeed finished and went through QA. Uh, according to former Argonaut Software staff member uh, Dylan Cuthbert, who is now the president and director of Q Games. They also worked on Star Fox Command and Star Fox 64 3D. I think I said it was not completed. And which is technically not true. So thank you for that as well. Uh, I believe I said PlayStation 4 and Xbox One had been out for over five years now. Uh, someone in the comments said that they had only been out for two years, trying to correct us. Which Bloodworth stepped in in the comments and said they both released in November of 2013. So that was four years and three months ago at the time of Bloodworth's comments. Bloodworth. So Bloodworth corrected us, Lame all down, of us yeah. on that the one. The Honorable Bloodworth step Bloodworth. in. That was really good. Uh, Splatoon uses gyro controls for both axes, axes, but when you activate it, uh, it, def- it disables analog controls for the vertical axis, uh, apparently. Um, someone just wanted to point that out that it wasn't necessarily a correction, but something to add on to the, the motion control setups for that. And yes, I f- always con- I continuously fail to distinguish between Wii's IR-based motion sensing controls and the gyro controls, which were originally gyro-based motion controls, which was what Wii Motion Plus originally did for the Wii Remote Plus controller, whatever that thing was called. I forget now. Uh, And Switch is obviously gyro-based aiming. So I always 
whenever I argue about it, I seem to always lump them together in this umbrella of motion controls Mm -hmm. as I equally dislike them. I don't care how it's done. I know one works better than the other, but I still don't prefer them. The people tend to be like, Dominic, can you at least acknowledge that the Wii ones were IR and done a different way, and that's why they were so bad? I'm acknowledging it. Thank you for pointing it out for like the millionth time. End corrections right there. We're uh, s- yes. Just anytime somebody says Wii Motion Plus, it sets off alarms in my head because along with plastic instruments, which were the worst nightmare working, <laughs> at, working at a game store, like Wii Motion Plus was maybe like a step or two below during that phase of like dealing with video game trade-in where like there'd just be Wii Motion Pluses in those cases, those plastic cases, just all over the place. You'd, like, look <laughs> on a shelf and there was a Wii Motion Plus, and except whenever you needed to test it for something, you couldn't find one, and it was just, yeah. a, it was a little, like, plastic attachment from hell. Oh, I don't yeah. have fond memories. That's how they, yeah. They, they did the built-in ones. Yeah, eventually they, they, yeah, they eventually yeah. moved to the built-in but ones, the but there was a pocket one. of time ah, was like where with, they did what not. What was it, Wii Sports Resort? I forget which yeah. one they debuted it with it, but it was, I think it was, that, we yeah. was so annoying when we had to deal with it at first, and then finally they I just waited for that Zelda one, one, maybe. Yeah. Zelda one. That gold we were about. I still use that to this day. Yeah. Yep. It's time for the opening segment. What's tops on the eShop? I wanted to, like... What's tops? I wanted to sing a jingle for this. But I was like worried. I was like, does this really need a jingle? It's like, am I going to do it live? So I was like, here you go, viewers. Here it is. Just give me an easy one. What's tops on the shop? There you go. There that you was go. better than I That was like some Bioshock music. Yeah. <laughs> what's top on the shop? Basically, that's what I was trying to go for. <laughs> Welcome. Actually, it didn't come out how I practiced. I got too nervous. But anyway, this is the segment where I'm going to see if these two can guess the top three spots on the bestsellers list on Nintendo Switch's eShop right now. And I've got it in front of me. And I would like to know, what do you think is in the number one slot this mo- this moment, at this moment on the eShop? Bayonetta 2. Okay, we've got Bayonetta 2. What do you guess, Brad? Oh, that just came out. Yeah, I'm going to say Bayonetta 2 also. All right. You both are wrong. Damn it! Why? Why no, are we wrong? Not only is Bayonetta 2 not in the number one slot, not even the top three. It's not in the top three. Would you like to take another guess at number one? Remember, if we, if we don't start getting this, I'll start dropping hints. Uh, Celeste. Rocket League. Neither of those are in the top three. So here's your first hint. It uh, Two hints. It is a repeat game, which isn't really going to do a lot for you. It is a classic retro game. Uh, Super Mario Brothers Versus. Bing, 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 bing. We That's got... out on Switch? Yes. Oh. It's a standalone version because they don't have the virtual console yet. Oh, damn it. Yeah. All right. That just makes me mad. What's in the number how, two? How oh, many sorry. people... Sorry, I'm just curious. Like, How many people... Purchased Super Mario Brothers versus not knowing what it was, like thinking it was the <laughs> vanilla version of Super Mario Brothers. Probably, so. yeah. I think I, I'd be curious. I also wonder if some people in Nintendo might interpret this as people want a virtual console. Yeah. One of the, uh, I mean, the, oh you, really? You don't say. Yeah. yeah. All right. Yeah. What's the number two spot? What do you think? That's number one spot. So that's number one spot right now. At this man, moment. I'm, I'm throwing yeah. off. Pat, uh, in the past, Bayonetta 2 was in there the last uh, time we did this, for sure. Uh, but Bayonetta 2 has since fallen out. Uh, is there like a, a Pac-Man game or something? Nope. Damn it. <laughs> a Pac-Man game or something? Uh, do, do like pre-orders No, count? so this okay. is only what's available to buy. There is a pre-order section coming soon. But this does not include anything in there. It's only games you can buy, like right now and play. I'll wait till Ben goes. I, I feel like 
I feel like it's always a good guess, but I'm doubting myself. Minecraft? Nope. Okay. That is a good guess, though. Uh, Mario Kart? No. Damn. Good guess. Uh, this is an indie game. Celeste? <laughs> no. <laughs> it's an extremely popular indie game. Extremely popular. Very popular. Uh, okay. Darkest Dungeon? No. Damn. Extremely popular. It's technically a port to Switch. It didn't originally come out on Switch. It came out, it came out after its original release. Oh, shoot. Extremely popular indie game. It's two to words. Switch. It's two okay. words. People are screaming. People are at screaming right at us. Darkest Dungeon. I liked that guess I'm a lot. Start reading some stuff from this to help you it's out. Two words. Okay. I'm going to read the description okay. without giving any keywords away. You've inherited your grandfather's old farm plot. Oh, Stardew, oh, Stardew Valley. Valley. Yeah. Oh, well, I'm going to give that to both of you. That's like yeah. a tie. Yeah. Very nice. All right. I forgot that was even on Switch. Didn't that come out a while ago? Hmm? That's what I've, just, I've played Stardew Valley the most on Switch. Still need to play a lot more of it. But All right. It's this really, the tiebreaker. really cozy. Yeah. Oh, Ben's actually up by one, so this is the only way you could tie, Brad. Then we'll have to figure out okay. our first tiebreaker. Okay. What is in the third slot? This is not an indie game. Mario Kart. No. Damn it. Wait, so you were just saying incorrect for that specific slot, so we can do repeated guesses? Yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I'm going gonna, mm, gonna to say Skyrim? No. Not an indie game? It's not any game. It was a big release. Uh, the other hand I'll give you is it was originally not on Switch. Oh. And that's all I'm going to say for now. Anything else I think would give it away. Originally not on Switch. Not an indie game. Originally not on Switch. Shoot, dude. Is it a port? I'm just going to throw stuff out yeah, there. Yeah, go ahead. So it's it technically a port. No, it's not Doom. So you said it's not Bayonetta. It's on the top three. Is it Bayonetta? Yes. Bayonetta 1. Oh, you said Bayonetta what? 2. Oh, so Bayonetta 1 really? is the third. One? Yes, okay. Doesn't separate. 2 come with 1? You can buy... Uh, Wait, uh, is Bayonetta 2 in the 4th or 5th slot? No. Bayonetta 1 is in the 3rd slot. So we have a we have a tie here. So actually, I need to go down to the 4th slot to settle this. So what is in the 4th slot? Rocket League. No. Mario Kart. No. Damn. <laughs> I'll, just, I'll, it, it, I'll just say to Mario Kart every time. Hey, and you, you don't have to go. In, you, you can just shout it out now. You don't have to like go back and forth. It's something you've already said. What did we say previously? Darkest Dungeon. No. Skyrim. No. Uh, shoot, shoot. What's it gonna be, dude? It's something we've already said. said yeah. One of the biggest games ever. Minecraft. There you go. Oh. Oh, I should have jumped on that. I should have jumped on that. Is in the fourth spot. Victory ripped away <laughs> by Minecraft. Brad, there's yeah. your kudos. Dude, kudos. In this. Sweet. Fifth slot was Mario Kart 8. Skip saying Mario Kart 8. Dude, yeah. wait. I want to Rocket League kudos, was in no. six. Here, Rocket League was in six. I'll give you a kudo. Okay, thank and you. Just I'll because take a you were kudo. curious, because you kept saying Celeste. Celeste is in the nine spot. Okay. And Bayonetta 2 fell all the way down to the ten spot. Woof. Give me like six, seven, eight. Oh, yeah, sure. Give us so the six was Rocket League. Seven is the flame in the flood. I knew Rocket oh. League like had to be in there. Eight is Overcooked. Nine, Celeste. Ten is Bayonetta. Eleven, Odyssey. Twelve, Breath of the Wild. Thirteen is Revelations 2. Mm. Uh, 
14 is Pac-Man Championship Edition 2 Plus. Pac-Man game. And 15, <laughs> the last spot on the top 15 is Payday 2. Oh, I forgot that that Payday was coming out on Switch. It came out yeah, last yeah. month. No Darkest yeah. Dungeon, dude. And that's going to wrap it up for what's tops on the eShop. No, I don't want to enter a code. Thank you, Switch. Very nice of you to help Do you do out. the song to close it, too? Nah. Uh-oh. Maybe next time. I'll evolve it. I'll keep evolving it. That was fun. Yeah. That was actually the longest it's taken. So good, <laughs> good to know how long it possibly takes. I feel like that was subtle well, shade. Well, because we had to go to a fourth. We had to go to a, yeah, a tiebreaker. Yeah, yeah. So now I need to know right, that there really. could possibly be a tiebreaker. Really haven't been looking at that eShop much. That No, that's fine. I, I feel like if I start dropping hints, you just guess it so fast. So sure. actually, the fact that I can bring up the store page and read a sentence from it, I might actually start doing that instead of a hint. Okay. Because that seems a good alternative. Anyway. Let's talk about some news and topics here. First up, Switch has finally reached the end of its first year. Hearing all this positive stuff about the Switch over the last year, um, I we already covered a lot of the biggest stories, for, especially from 2017 and the big releases, in our year in review episode. So I don't really want to retread that same ground again. It's basically just going to be like too much regurgitation there. This is uh, This is not like a comment that is indicative on how I feel about Switch. At all, but I cannot believe it has only been a year. Yeah. Like it feels just time. It feels like yeah, it's so it much longer. Up. I was yeah. like, huh? I was like, Switch has got like another. Uh, oh yeah, it's March. Oh yeah, didn't just think. I saw like the tweet. The tweet for Zelda they put out for Breath of the Wild. The one year image. I was like, sheesh! It's been a year. No, it just came out yesterday, right? Yeah, it's like March yesterday. It's right? crazy. We've been through so much. Uh, like, Mario, Xenoblade, Zelda. I like it because, it, to me, it feels like time is moving so slowly. It's like, ah, uh, things are so great right now. Like, it's, you know... But then it hits me. It's like, actually, no, it's really not. It's moving really fast. You're, you're just being deceived. Like Yeah, I'm well, drowning here. It's like, good luck with that. Um, But Switch, Switch not only is it doing well with software and sales, it's also bringing home a lot of accolades. Uh, mo- None more, like, you know, recently than the, the DICE Awards that just happened in Las Vegas at the end of last month. And that's where we start today. Nintendo wins big at the 22nd annual Dice Awards. Um, again, held in Las Vegas. They used to be the AIAS, Academy of Interactive Arts and Sciences Awards. I used to care about that name so much because it used to be plastered on Game of the Year boxes, like when GoldenEye won in 97. Had that little globe icon that said mm-hmm. AIAS, Game of the Year. I was like, ooh, take that, Sony fanboys. I got GoldenEye this year. I remember the over 1 million sold on the N64 boxes as well. <laughs> yep, Player's Choice stuff. Yep. Yeah, weren't they like $39, the Player's Choice? They went down in price. That's generally how Nintendo does originally did their price cuts, was on things that sold enough. It's like, hey, it's time to lower their price. That's how we do no, it. No, but I think that's what their their price was when it like became a greatest hits. Oh, yeah. I think it was $39. Like, geez. I remember when I was doing like 20 bucks, right? Like PS2? Oh, PS- yeah. PS2 glory days, greatest hits, man. Like, it would take up an entire yeah. shelf. Yeah. And, like, all Nintendo of those always tries to squeeze as much money as they can out of, the, out of those games. Nintendo walked away with 10 out of the 24 Jeez. awards for that. That's impressive. And just real quick, let's rapid fire for these. Uh, mobile game of the year went to Fire Emblem Heroes. Outstanding Achievement and Sound Design went to Super Mario Odyssey. Hmm. Family Game of the Year was Snipper Clips. Ooh. Yeah. Racing Game of the Year, Mario Kart 8 Deluxe. Uh, strategy and Simulation Game, Mario and Rabbids Kingdom Battle. Adventure Game of the Year, Breath of the Wild. Outstanding Achievement in Game Design, Breath of the Wild. Direction, Outstanding Achievement in Game Direction, Breath of the Wild. 
and overall game of the year was Breath of the Wild. And I believe there was a a dice sprite award I skipped over, which was also for Snipper Clips. Snipper Clips won two awards. Feel good um, moment. So, a lot of awards. Nintendo now bring I, home a lot of awards. Now I kind of want to see a family play Snipper Clips. And and just see how smooth that experience goes. Dad just getting like pissed off. Dad, at yeah, yeah, Dad, just be like, no, it's it's all right. Like I, I told you not to clip there, but it's fine. Like, yeah, yeah. Damn it, Tommy. <laughs> yeah, maybe that's why Nintendo's want to stream. If they're worried about mm-hmm. bad images getting out, you know, families wrecked, mm-hmm. ruined, friendships. It's like Mario Party. It's gonna wreck some friendships there. I think sometimes, yeah. Maybe not. Mario Party is like the worst. See, people always say that, but I feel like we've we've gone on. With Mario Party, like that, we collectively know what Mario Party is. That it doesn't make you that angry anymore. But yeah, but when you know. think about it, though, in its prime. Oh, in its prime, absolutely. When it was still the Wild yeah, West. Yeah, it was like the, your yeah. first time with it. It was like this pure joy, and then all of a sudden, that first time your star gets stolen, you're like, what? or anything, you're like, what is this? Not. No, no, come on, game. You can't do this. I think it's more of a meme, though. Now it's yeah. just like people just like to spread that about it, but. This is what I'd like to do. I don't really want to talk about the awards because, like, there's been so many Game of the Year awards already. This, this is, like, kind of, like, wraps it all up here. But it punctuates a big year for the, the, for the Switch. Big, big first year. Mm-hmm. I'm kind of curious. Do either of you personally recall another Nintendo console having as strong of a first year as the Switch? I'm not, like, we're not looking for, like, absolute stuff here. Like, you don't need to, like, call up every, like, release and stuff. I'm not going to hold you to that. Don't do that either, viewers. Please don't, like, correct people like, hey, I didn't do that. But just, like, what you can remember. Do you feel like any other consoles had this big of a first year? Console? It, let's go beyond Nintendo. I'll give you that. If it, you don't just want a Nintendo, like, any Man, console. I'm thinking, like, first PS2's year. launch. And it was, like, SSX. PS, PS2's launch was actually pretty rough. It took a little bit of time. Yeah, there uh, was, like, Summoner, which was bad. Yeah. Swing Away Fantavision. Golf. Fantavision. SSX, Madden 2001. Um, I mean, it's interesting because I feel like how you define success can change depending on what console you're looking at. Like, the Wii, I think, was absolutely dominant and all it needed was Wii Sports. But that was carrying on a different conversation than I think we're having with the Switch. Dude, you had Twilight Princess there, baby. Yeah, I'm kind of leaving it up to both of you to determine this. Oh, yeah, I mean, you also had Twilight Princess. But but I, I felt like... Like is, I'm kind of thinking like is meant how many great games the system had oh, over oh, the past sure, year. Sure, sure. Not that just talking about the sales. Mm-hmm. You're you not just talking about sales or I'm, impact. Like, let's, I'm actually. Okay. I didn't. I really didn't want to like force you either of you to like speak to a certain like way. Mm-hmm. But I feel like maybe it's best if we like focus on like the software lineup. Like, did, do you sure. feel like any other system had as strong of a software lineup in its first mm-hmm. year? Because as you said, launches sometimes might. A system might sell a lot, but the software isn't always that great, usually out of the gate. Yeah, I think that's what's so interesting about the Switch is the consistency that it's had for the first year. Because I can think of a lot of systems that had a breakout title. Um, Mario 64 comes to mind. Super (laughs) Mario World comes to mind. Halo comes to mind on the original Xbox. But... uh, I don't know. I, I don't think I can think of off the top of my head any that were as consistent. I think once you start going to handheld, that's where it gets yeah, a little bit more interesting. Uh, yeah, you talk about DS, you talk about GBA. Mm-hmm. Um, I think both of those had, from what I remember, again, you doubt yourself because it was a long time ago. But GBA and DS, I think, I remember feeling very strong for the whole first year. Uh, I will say yes because it had Mario and Zelda for me. 
Those are like two humongous games for me, and they're both in the same year. For, for Switch? Yeah, for okay. Switch, yeah. Like, that's insane. So, I'm, I'm going to jog your memories here. Jog it. Please uh, do. So, you, you did mention the system, the Wii. Mm-hmm. It had a big first year, success-wise. But let's talk about software lineup. I'm curious if you remember everything that came out. I'm going to list Steel. just some of the biggest titles it okay. had. So, it did launch with Twilight Princess and Wii Sports. So, it had a Zelda game. It also had a proper 3D Mario game in its first year in Super Mario was that the Galaxy. First year? In See, 2007. Yeah. Wow. I think the difference is Switch launched in a March at the beginning of the year. And I was, think people don't remember yeah, 2007 okay. as being the Wii's first year. Was Prime 3 in the first year as well? No. It was just after it, I believe. Okay. Because it's going to have. It has to be pretty close. Pretty yeah. Close, it was like. Yeah. I think, sorry. I think it was like right on the. Actually, I think it was technically Wait, in it. Was Zach and Wicked first year? Yeah. So here we go. But, yes. So, so Metro Prime 3 Corruption. Okay. Uh, war, uh, so let's go through some Warrior Wear Smooth Moves Super Warrior, Paper Warrior Wear Smooth Moves so is so good. much fun Yes uh, uh, Super Paper Mario It's not everyone's favorite But yeah. it still came out Mario Party 8 Pokemon Battle Revolution Mario Strikers Charged Fire Emblem Radiant Dawn Resident Evil The Umbrella Chronicles Zack and Wiki Ooh, Zack and Wiki is so fun and there were a lot of other smaller releases or ones that were, like, ports. They were weird. Like, uh, they did a, a Far Cry a Vengeance oh, or whatever it was yeah, called. A yeah. weird one. Uh, there was SSX Blur. Yep. There, there were a lot of games that came out in the first year of Wii. But for some reason, here's the point I want to make. I don't... Besides from Galaxy and Zelda, those all seem to, like, be, were obscured by just, like, the, the giant that was the Wii. Right. Everyone that's was the thing talking that's about so... the Wii being so hard to get. Right. And I don't feel that way about the Switch. The Switch is selling well, and there's still stories about it selling out every now and then, but I feel like the focus is more now on the software with Switch. And Nintendo's doing a really good job of funneling that messaging into that and yeah. that focus onto that, which is probably why I'm remembering it so so much better. Like, we all were remembering the software from Switch Way better than the Wii. It's kind of interesting, right? So I, I don't know. After hearing that list, you like, I don't know. Do you do you feel like the hearing that? Do you do you feel like Wii and Switch are kind of like? I don't I don't know. Like I, I just hearing this list, I'm like, wow, we had an amazing first year. Like you, if I like Fire Emblem Radiant Dawn, I love that game. Galaxy, come on, like I was seeing Galaxy talk about those in the same sentence in terms of like greatness. Um. Third party stuff like Umbrella Chronicles. I know it's not a traditional Resident Evil game, but everyone's like all over that game for the, the content it mm-hmm. had in there. Zach and Wiki, they made such a big deal. Like, we're all the third party games. Look at this original ground up game for the Switch. It was heavily marketed. I, I just thinking, I'm forced to think about it again. I'm like, wow, the Wii actually had a lot of good software. I just don't associate all that with year one of the Wii. It's so weird. Yeah. Ah. It's. It's interesting that you you bring all of this up because I was just at such a different point in my life when the Wii came so out. Long ago, yeah, yeah, I was just so involved with school, and the types of games that I was playing were completely different. And so, what I wanted out of video games were completely different. Like I was, that was like the height of me being interested in Call of Duty. And so yeah. it hmm. it also right. felt like there were there was a different conversation going on with the Wii where. There were all these good things happening, but it felt like it was just it. 
was such a big explosion, hard to get. The Wii Sports phenomenon was being talked about in such a way that it kind of overwhelmed everything else, whereas, like, the Switch is a big deal and it's very popular, but I feel like we're kind of talking about it in a traditional sense, yeah. in a way. Uh, it doesn't It doesn't feel like there are two conversations going on uh, with the Switch in the same way that there was with the Wii, for me. And er- so, yeah, it just... it The Wii... Did so many good things, but it's such a weird console in the context of history to me. Yeah, I, I would also say that like the the th- thing that we also get to remember for is like it did well out of the gate, mm-hmm. and right. it sold the system sold well for a long time. But complaints about software did kind of dog it as the years went by, and eventually, it did. oh yeah, sales tapered off, and 360 surpassed it eventually. So I kind of want to redirect this question and finish this up with as- asking you: it, it, it does not is this something Nintendo can can keep repeating? Do, do, has this past year shown the, what, it, what Nintendo has done? Do you feel confident that Nintendo can have just as strong? It doesn't have to be exactly as strong, but strong years going forward. Do you or do you feel that? Do you think they can avoid falling into the pitfalls of what happened with the Wii, or do you think they've learned their lesson and are probably gonna like be able to remedy that? Uh, I I mean, in terms of a if we're explicitly talking about like. Software, I think Nintendo has clearly learned yeah, their lesson. This is all in the context of yeah. software. Yeah, if we're talking about <laughs> internet functionality no, no, that no, remains no. to be seen, let's not talk sure. about that. That's a, yeah, I agree, subject. it's a different conversation. Got, that comes up later. <laughs> but if you look at the first year of the Switch, the it's not just like everything that you were talking about in the first year of the Wii. You're talking about like. Mario Odyssey, you're talking about Twilight Princess, you're talking about Prime Corruption. Like, yes, Zack and Wiki is a good thing to bring up, but that didn't Mm -hmm. have the same level of impact. Whereas I feel like I I have a feeling with the Switch that I haven't had with the Nintendo console in such a long time where I feel like I can check in on this thing on a like a weekly basis mm-hmm. and there's there's at least something interesting like maybe it it's not for me but there's there's a reason to check in um, I feel like they have kind of divvied up their software releases in a way that really makes a lot of sense and it's alternating between hey this is a big third party thing that's exciting that's going to get a lot of attention or it's a little indie thing that's going to get some attention and going to be really cool like Celeste Celeste to me is like it feels like it's kind of associated with Nintendo, which is exactly what Nintendo wants, mm-hmm. where you can have these games come out on a bunch of different things, but it kind of feels synonymous with the Switch. Um, and they've been doing a great job of mixing it up between big uh, original things and and ports, and all of it is working. Like, people are, are paying attention. Like, Bayonetta, the, that release feels like a big deal. Um, and yeah, I, I think there's a consistency with this release schedule that I just didn't feel before, and obviously a lot of that has to do with the novelty of the Switch as a console, but uh, I think they've learned. The Wii U, like, at any point, the Wii U felt pretty barren. Like, you'd have something happen, and then you'd have to go three months to wait for something to happen again, and, like, that's just not the case with the Switch. Very true. Uh I would say I feel I have not felt this positive about Nintendo after one year. I, I feel way more positive about my Switch now, a year later, than I did with the Wii. Mm-hmm. As time went along with the Wii, I started to feel a little bit of, res- not resentment, but a little unfulfilled in terms of the software releases. It'd be like, okay, yeah, there's going to be a major Nintendo title in a few months. What's in between that? I, the software drought started to take its toll on me. 
And I started to feel less excited about the system as time went by. Whereas I don't foresee anytime soon that's going to happen with Switch or everything you just said about there's something. Right. But what they've made public so far. I know a lot of people point to long term. We still haven't gone past E3 yet. If E3 mm-hmm. passes and they have nothing, yeah. maybe you can start worrying about long term. But they've done nothing to indicate that that's going to be a problem yet. They've done everything to make me feel confident about the future lineup for the Switch. And I, I feel like the next few years are going to be pretty good for that system. And I just didn't feel that way about the Wii. Yeah, I think a lot of it has to come down to communication. Because if you compare how Nintendo is handling smaller games on the Switch versus, like, WiiWare and DSiWare, like, there were some cool things happening on WiiWare, but it was hard, it was, A, really hard to find that stuff, hard, like, Nintendo didn't do a great job at communicating it, and navigating those storefronts, it felt like you kind of had to literally sift through the garbage, whereas now, I feel like they're doing a really good job of giving a platform to these games within the Nintendo Direct, they're giving these really tight, focused, presentations that are giving equal weight to their own games, to third-party games, to indie games, and, like, that storefront is just so much easier to navigate. It's nice Mm -hmm. to be able to quickly go to, like, the best-sellers list on the eShop and see a Celeste right next to a Bayonetta, right next to a Rocket League. Yeah, such an important point for that. Um, I just feel like visibility has been cleaned up a lot. I think, because before, all their other games felt like afterthoughts to me, like how they treated indie games and everything like that. It Mm -hmm. seemed like they didn't really care as much they're just kind of like, yeah, we'll throw a few on here just for whatever reason. But now they're like, right. yes, we will. They're they're catching up, I would say, with everyone else on that front. Mm-hmm. Very true. I would even say that the the, the fact that they don't, they don't delineate between the big releases and indie games on their storefront, I, I think it's it it's encourages indie developers. Like mm-hmm. they're basically like, cool, you you did WiiWare, you did DSiWare, but that's nice. But like basically, like put your money where your mouth is. Like put. If you, you were really so important to you, why don't you list us next to your biggest titles? Tendo's like, sure thing. We'll just right. do that right there. And it's paid off for both of them. Like It's been really, yeah, it's done very well for finally them. finally catching up. But looking forward to seeing what Switch has in store for us for year two. Mm-hmm. We'll, we should see more in the coming months leading up to E3. Uh, this next story I want to move along to. Uh, a little bit goofy. Okay. A little bit fun. Okay. <clears throat> In the latest volume of the Untold History of Japanese Game Developers series, it's a series of interviews with uh, Japanese developers. I think I actually kick-started the original volume, the original book. There's just been more that has come out over time. In the most recent one, Sonic designer Naoto Oshima revealed that Sonic was originally supposed to be a human boy. In his quote from the interview... Oshima says, I created the first proposal for Sonic after three years in the design department. Although it wasn't Sonic then, the main character was a human boy. I remember the idea struck me right as I was going to bed. And I was afraid that I would remember it, I wouldn't remember it in the morning. So I drew it quickly in the notebook and then fell asleep. My pitch was that the maps of action games were, at the time, always full of squares, everything at right angles. What if we could make a game character who was running over smooth terrain, running in circles through loops and such? So I presented my proposal to Sega, and they told me it probably could not be done. (laughs) (laughs) But that if anyone could program it, it would be Yuji Naka. They said that if I could get him on board, we could proceed with the project. And that is how Sonic came to be. Man. So they had to make him round so it couldn't 
human wouldn't work for that, and mm-hmm. thus Sonic the Hedgehog was made. Thank God. I want to know, what would the world be like today if Sonic had been a real boy in the original Sonic? And we knew Sonic today is a real boy. What kind of world would we be living in? Uh, maybe the scene where he kisses the girl in Sonic 06 wouldn't be as so creepy. Or it would be way creepier. Or way creepier. <laughs> like most well, things with Sonic, it could go of, either way. Would he be age appropriate or just how would that a child? Yeah. How would <laughs> the character creator go in the most recent? <laughs> right. Right. Would Knuckles be? Would it be more or less yeah. weird? Both? I don't know. Could he go fast? Yeah, he'd have to go fast. I think that is the one thing that would remain consistent. Sonic is the gift that keeps on giving. Like, for better or for worse? Both. Yes. I Uh, think Sonic is perpetually getting better and worse. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 Getting better in 2D. It's the ultimate double-edged sword. I I was uh, reading a PC gaming article about, like, I think it was, like, nine games that Sonic has been modded into. <laughs> and it was like Dragon Ball Fighters was one of them. I thought that was really good. Yep, that's a good one. People definitely want Sonic. And before you think this is too like uh, insane of an idea, Sonic being a human, mm-hmm. just remember that at one point, the unofficial mascot for Sega was Alex Kidd. Yeah. And remained the unofficial mascot until Sonic came along and became more popular. So it wasn't too far-fetched, but... I kind of don't want to imagine a world where Sonic was human. Sonic the Hedgehog is perfect. Sonic the Hedgehog is so iconic because it is that blue hedgehog. If it was just a, a, a blue-haired boy, we got enough of those in anime. Those aren't special and unique. Yeah, get out of here, y- Goku. Yeah, that's right. Get out of here, future trunks. <laughs> yeah, super only. Yeah. But I'm kind of curious. Do you think... I don't. I just don't... Because I guess Mario, like, Mario being a plumber, like, this overweight Italian plumber was, like, the original kind of, like, concept art you could mm-hmm. see of him going around. Yeah. Or what people had in their heads at the time, making that into, like, a platforming game, like, and become a popular icon, that, that sounds That's pretty weird, crazy, yeah. too. Mm-hmm. So, I, I don't say it's the craziest thing. I, uh, I just think the image of Sonic was, like, coolness in the 90s. And I don't know if they could have made, a, like, a human boy look cool maybe they could have gone like a teenage angle but like that's yeah. just yeah he would have had sunglasses for sure yeah i think it would have come up as too cheesy yeah you took the words right out of my mouth i think when we look back at platforming icons there there is absolutely a reason so many of them are animals or creatures or something is because when you're trying to make a world where the whole point is to collect something like puzzle pieces or rings or whatever it is gems like and you're, you're in a world where you're doing loop-de-loops and you're fighting all these crazy robots. Like, it's a world that is so fantastical. Like, just having a human boy in there, I think, doesn't blend as well. And doesn't it's not as exciting. Like, I, I wouldn't want Knuckles to be a boy. <laughs> I wouldn't want Rouge the Bat to be a lady. Like, they need to be uh. whatever things that they are in order for all this whole crazy mess to work. I think, yeah. I think it's very, very, very important. I kind of want to know this. Who do you like better? Either as a kid or now, I don't care. Who is your favorite mascot, Mario or Sonic? Oh, dude, Mario. Oh. Yeah, dude. Especially with Super Mario World, man, when he had Yoshi. Yeah. Not Yoshi, I'm talking Mario. Can't kill, no, no Yoshi, no Yoshi Yo- buff there. Mario with the cape, dude, or the Tanuki okay, suit. Cape, cape Mario? Always the 10. I think... I think Sonic. 
I think Sonic works for me on a level that Mario just doesn't. Like, there are other Mario characters that maybe do, but, like, what I love about Sonic is you can show me something like Sonic Mania, and I can take it very seriously at face value and get extremely excited and play a really great video game, but if you make a joke video with Sonic in it, and it's hilarious, that also really works for me. Like, he he is both deeply hilarious, and all of his friends are deeply hilarious, but I can also get hyped for a new Sonic thing because it could also be really good. Like, there's this dynamic element to Sonic that I really appreciate. Like, yeah, there are a bunch of Mario jokes, but they don't work for me on the same, like, depraved level that Sonic does, and I think it's really interesting. It's, like, with Sonic... The way you're describing it to me is like watching that car crash, and it's like amusing to see that kind of thing. Because like when yeah. you're talking about like a Sonic game coming out, and you get like hype, dude. Right. I get skeptical every time. Every time I'm like, mm, I don't know about that, and I see his dumb friends, and I just get even more mad at Sonic. Yeah, I think that skepticism is warranted. But when I think back on my memories of Sonic games, it's this this harsh split that is so fascinating. Like even something like Sonic Adventure yeah. One and Two, which have some problems playing them now. Like I remember really loving those games. Yeah. Sonic Rush really love. I just feel like uh, with Sonic like One and Three, I was like yes, yes. Then it just started yeah. getting weirder, and right. I was just like, I don't know about this. Then they got like Big the Cat but fishing, you know, and I'm like, you know, I don't know. You know about that this. weird Sonic Dreams game? That, like, uh, deeply bizarre, perverse Sonic yes, Dreams yes, game yes, yes. where you're, like, his roommate and you, like, have to tickle him and he yes. freaks out. That is a special, beautiful thing like, that I'm glad I played. I, I don't you, think it would work with Mario I will give you this. Way. Sonic is a... He has way more potential with memes. Well, I just... Sonic Sonic has, like, created this space where it's, like, what do you want Sonic to be? And you can probably, like, bend him to your will that way. Whereas I feel like... Nintendo has more authority over Mario. Yes. He doesn't feel as flexible. But like the Sonic is the perfect character for the internet age, as I think that Twitter has made abundantly clear. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I feel like say like they don't know what they want Sonic to be sometimes. Like with Mario, I feel like they always have it locked in how right. Mario will be. Sonic they just kinda let do weird stuff all the time, like just redesign. He got a bandana now for some reason kind of thing. But it was beautiful. No, it, it was, wasn't. It, it, it was a beautiful car crash. <laughs> right. Exactly. It's Band-Aid Sonic. It's a beautiful yeah, car crash. Like, buff point. knuckles, yeah. dude. Yeah. <laughs> Just like, damn it. Uh, I, I will say that like, Nintendo does, with the spinoffs at least, uh, Mario does take some risk here and there with the design. Yes. Oh, yeah, but all it's, the it's, offshoots and stuff. But like, yeah, with the mainline games, yeah. they don't always do that. There's always a hook here and there. Same, but Sonic also too. Sonic's had some spinoffs here and there. You know? But with I, the, with the spinoffs, like if you if you're talking like Paper Mario, it's it's a it's great. It's it's but it's a really well refined, sharp sense of humor. It's not like, hey man, why is Sonic kissing that girl like that? Yes, mm, I feel slightly uncomfortable, but I need to keep watching. Who's this black hedgehog with red tips right. in hover boots? <laughs> right, right. It's just a different. Why is this happening? It's a different thing. Yeah. I will say, growing up. I thought Sonic was cooler. I thought that was I th- like whole that was like Sega's mo. At so the time. I bought into that. I always thought Sonic was cooler. There was even a time where I went to an arcade and they had one of the Crane Drop games, and I forget if it was me or someone, one of my friends. We just spent the whole time winning enough like tickets and stuff from it, failing at it because it's so rewarded with the tickets that I could go and buy the Sonic doll that mm-hmm. was in the little plushy Sonic. 
I kept that forever because I thought it was like so cool. I was like, you know, Sonic is awesome. I, Those think, shoes, I think Sonic is still cooler. Those shoes. I wore Adidas shoes. Not because every other kid was wearing because they were cool, because Sonic the Hedgehog, they looked like Sonic shoes. I wanted the red ones. And my parents were like, you're getting, the, you're getting the normal colored black ones like everyone else, black and white. And I'm like, no, I want red because Sonic's got them. They're like, parents no, got to ruin not, everything. You're not getting that. Damiani, hmm. on, a, on a pure, raw, cool factor, tell me anything that Mario has done that is cooler than the animated intro to Sonic CD. Name one cool thing that Mario's done that's better than that. That's still, like, one of the hypest intros to any video game ever. Yeah. Um, it's amazing. Run up that chain. I mean, the Mar- music? Run up that chain. It's, it's still the amazing. The sickest thing ever. It's it, is, it is still... Like, Sonic has hype moments. It is still sick. Mario has... And Mario also has memes, too. Yeah. And the yeah. Old memes. Uh, funny um, things that might be best left left to, to the past and forgotten. Uh, Mario on Ice... There was an ice skating performance for Mario Brothers that I actually saw. It's not cool. And I was like, that's not cool, despite being frozen. <laughs> Ninja Turtles reference right there. But I do want to say this. Sonic the Hedgehog, I cannot I cannot envision a world where he isn't what he is today. And I am actually thankful for having Sonic the Hedgehog in our lives. And you know what? I know all the 3D games don't always work out. But Sonic Mania has given me hope for Sonic's future. I feel that they will eventually figure out how to apply that mentality to a 3D Sonic game. And we will get that great 3D Sonic game everyone's been dreaming of soon. The cycle begins again. The cycle, I'm starting, I put the cycle three, begins. I hit the reset button. Here we go. We're going to do that. Um, but yeah, the, no, I, seriously, I thought Sonic was the coolest growing up. I thought anyone on a Sega console was cool. I thought Sega was the cool kids thing. I didn't have a Dreamcast. I was like, man, kids have a Dreamcast. They're so much better than me. They the, have cool stuff. The thing is, is like the Dreamcast, or the, sorry, sorry, the Genesis heavily marketed itself as cool, and it was cool, but I think you could make an argument that the Dreamcast is just the coolest console ever made. Like, the the games, the style, the tone that the Dreamcast had, that has never been replicated. It will never be replicated ever again. The Dreamcast is the best. That's all. Sorry, I'm still thinking about <laughs> how you guys think Sonic is still cooler than Mario right now. <laughs> I'm saying, give me, give me something that's <laughs> yeah. better than that we, Sonic dude, Adventure. Dude, we need examples. soaps in like Sonic Adventure Two. All your credibility is gone, Sonic. No, no, no. I'm, he, I, okay, let me clarify my statement. He Which? has also been the most uncool character <laughs> ever. He's been at the bottom, but I'm saying, give me a Mario moment that is better than that animated intro, dude. Anything with Mario. Dude, just blasting through space is way sicker than that. It's not cooler. Yeah, it it's is, not dude. Cooler. It's just like, woo, flying it's, through the space. It might be more fun. <laughs> yeah. But I don't but know like if it's Sonic, cooler. Okay, Sonic is this, dude. It's like the uh, peaks and lows, dude, Oh yeah, Sonic. It's, it's, but it's Mario's just the constant yes. Yes, yes I totally agree. That's the what emotion, I'm saying. You get those That's emotional saying. cool payoffs, though, with Sonic. You get There's hit no those lows, emotional cool payoffs. You get those high. Come There's on. There's nothing emotionally cool about Sonic. All right. Nothing. Like, all right, I want you to be supersonic, fighting chaos, the end of Sonic Adventure. <laughs> payoff. Dude. It's happened. It has happened. Like, I think climbing up a cat tower is cooler as the cat Mario and fighting a cat it's Bowser. It's cuter, and it's very fun. I think that's it's more cooler. fun than, like, most of the stuff that you can do in any 3D Sonic game. 
But okay. cool factor. Dude, Spinning Bowser's about. tail is pretty sick too, dude. Throw it is. Okay, it's very good. I'll give you that. Cool. I'll give you that. You know what? I, think, I did think of something. Mario throwing the cap on Bowser at the end of Super Mario Odyssey and playing as Bowser, wrecking in that theme song was pretty cool. See, I, I'm with you, and I'm just, Bowser, I'm just being, though. I'm just being hyper technical yeah. because. That moment, the end of Mario Odyssey, is amazing, and you could definitely argue that being the case. But I attribute so much of that with Bowser specifically, yeah. not necessarily will, with Mario. I will concede that. Good point. Gonna move <laughs> us along though. We've gone. We, we, we've fallen into madness here. I'm getting tilted. But get speaking out of, here. of Mario Odyssey, here you go. Here you go, Brad. We'll redeem ourselves here. Uh, more DLC was found hidden in Super Mario Odyssey Ooh. after its latest update with Luigi's Balloon World. Give me that DLC. Um, so after the most recent one, uh, Luigi's added Luigi's Balloon World and some new photo mode filters and a few new outfits. Uh, data miners found some unused assets. Not much to make of it at first, but then they found a bunch of costumes hidden in there that point to possible future updates. Rather than doing a boring laundry list listing them off, I'm going to have you two try and guess what they are. I'm going to tell you what I want. Okay, what do you want first? Like, that that gothic fantasy that they hinted at in Mario Odyssey, that better be oh. coming. That better be its own adventure. Lordron. That's, that's going to be the next spinoff game. Lordron. That's going to that's gonna be its own game. You can't do that to me. You Watch have to it make happen. good on I that. I bet it happens. I hope it does. All right. So... I'm gonna pair them up because it's a new hat and new a new shirt or uniform or oh, something. Okay. So we're gonna you don't have to guess each part. So we're just lumping them together. So the first one, let's see what you can guess the the, the theme of it. Um, it's sports related. Tennis? No. Yeah. You guys can just throw out. There's no oh, points. Oh, football. Right? It's for fun. No. Soccer. Ho- hockey. No. Basketball. Nope. Badminton. Nope. Uh. Water polo. Rugby. No. We're running out of sports here, man. No, you, you haven't listened racing. to the most major sports. No, it's not racing. What do you mean you haven't listened to the most major basketball? sports? Basketball? We said, like, football baseball. and basketball. Baseball. There you go. We didn't baseball. say baseball. Damn it. You didn't say baseball. So, first up. I'm not, not, yeah. the, not the sports crowd yeah. here. <laughs> yeah, we're not really sports guys. Yeah. Uh, a batting helmet and batting uniform. A batting okay. helmet's description, a right-hander's batting helmet in bright red. And the uniform, whether you play baseball or not, you gotta admit those pinstripes are snazzy. So that's the first one. Okay. All right, next one. Uh, it is something uh, from the musical realm. Uh, musical, like marching band outfit or something? No. Fantasia. No. That'd be sick. <laughs> Fantasia, Mickey Mouse wizard outfit. Let's yeah, go. Sorcerer's That'd Apprentice. Be cool. Yes, there we go. Music, yeah, like a metalhead Mario or something. You no, turn Mario you more into on the a right path of your first guess. Oh, okay. Uh, like a conductor's outfit. There yeah. we okay. go. A conductor wig and outfit. The wig, a wig, a wig that reminds one of the greatest. Reminds us of one of the greatest and baldest conductors. Baldest. That's what the description says. Um, they might be referencing Koji Kondo. Uh, I don't know. I don't want to like, go was, to our... When they said wig, I thought they were going to be like a Beethoven wig. That's yeah, what I, I was envisioning I, as well. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, I, we'll have to see it. Well, I haven't seen these, so I have no idea. Uh, outfit, An outfit designed for a tiny part of us all that wants to wave a stick at musicians. Sure. All right. Give me a wind waker. All right, this next one. This next one is far out. Like, this is... as It's nothing to do with Mario. It is... Sonic outfit. No. Oh, he's so funny. Sonic suit. Maid outfit. No. 
Gundam it, it outfit. Is, it is a crossover outfit. Oh, it's a crossover outfit? Yes. It's not from the universe of Mario. Mario's never uh, worn this before. Zelda outfit. Tunic? Got to, I'm going to get technical with you. Which one? The the champion's tunic. No, which, you said Zelda. Link's. There you go, Link. The tunic. I said tunic. I, the, the, Zelda? Zelda doesn't wear tunic. What is what is Zelda wearing? Breath of the Wild. What's oh, that that's whatever, dude. Getting technical with you, I Brad. said champion's tunic. You didn't right. say anything. So, actually, it's called Link hat and Link suit. And it says, Link hat's description, a hat from a far-off land. And that this outfit from another land comes complete with back accessories. It says, sadly, you can't remove them. Wait. What do you mean, sadly? I want them to, I want them to go deeper with the lore. Like, connect it. Connect yeah. the dots. Let's go. Can I use Don't an Amiibo? The, we go to Hyrule. Maybe there'll be a... Yeah. We'll one of the worlds. See. There we go. Hyrule it's going to happen. Hyrule Kingdom. Hyrule Kingdom. Oh, that, that announcement That <laughs> announcement would shatter easy allies. Yeah. That would be too much. I would weep. Everybody would be on Depression. Board. Well, yeah, yeah, you're right. My That's context. True. That's right. right. So next That's one I'm just going to give you because you already said NASCAR. They're adding a racing helmet and outfit. A helmet that will get you pumped up for drafting and hairpin turns. And you will enjoy driving more if you're wearing this outfit. Guaranteed. Give me a cup noodle Dude, helmet. you had the best face ever when Dominic said NASCAR. Yeah, was just, just like, All right, so this next one is ho- uh, holiday Yeah, themed. give me a Noctis outfit or something. This is a holiday-themed outfit. Oh, Santa? Yep. Cool. Santa hat, Santa outfit. Another red hat, beloved by children. <laughs> no brainer, dude. No brainer. Uh, the only thing this outfit is missing is a big bag of power-up items for the kids. All right. This, this all- is not as outlandish as I yeah. was hoping for. This next one, I don't know if you can guess this one. Yeah, like one. Japanese idol. I- I'm just going to give you the easiest hint for this. Uh, now defunct Japanese only Nintendo peripheral and slash service. Oh, was it the, the Super Nintendo the, one? Is it the uh, yeah. like I don't know what it's called. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it's the it's online, Super Nintendo. Yeah, the Super yeah. Nintendo online thing. Yeah. yeah. The like the Satellaview. There you go. Satellaview helmet and suit. A that's mo- that's what I'm looking for. Yeah, this there you is go. The level of there weird you go. that I want. A memento yeah. of some forgotten services <laughs> <in> description. <laughs> Nintendo trolling. This outfit represents what the future used to look like. If they did a vitality sensor outfit and it was just Mario running around with that thing on his finger, <laughs> it, I would yeah. be so on board. <laughs> and it went up and down yes. and jumped. And yes. Oh yes, that's what I want. Yeah. Yes, yes, All right, yes. this next one's very generic. Uh, it is uh, horror themed. Dracula? No, um, it's overused in games. Zombie? Mummy. Zombie, sure. Zombie head wearing outfit. Whoop-de-doo. Is there already a a mummy outfit in Odyssey? Yes. Mm -hmm. And there's skeleton one, too. Yeah, yeah. Getting spooky. Uh, Next one is one part. I guess they didn't fully get every bit. Uh, 8-bit Mario cap. A hat that takes you back to where it all began. So I guess it's just going to be a sprite on his head? I mean that's cool. They've just done yeah. so much of that already in Odyssey with the the yeah. eight bit sections and the sixty four outfit and the Satellaview and the Link outfit have me like the the most excited. Yeah, I'm with you. Eventually, it's like maybe maybe they put a Samus like a various suit mm-hmm. outfit in there or you know the right. Sonic outfit was hilarious. I was like, okay, they should definitely put a Sonic outfit on Mario. Yeah. Yeah. like a bayonet outfit for Mario. Could do oh it. my god, a bayonet. Same outfit. Yeah, yeah, awesome. What he dressed you? He has the guns on his feet and he's like <laughs> bending around to shoot. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, that would be really awesome. 
The next one, last one, I can make you, get, make you guess. They're adding brutal outfits for Mario for all the form brutals. Oh, the brutals. Yeah, that's cool. It was I like, guess. like brutal doom or something. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like whoa. Yeah. Still, still no indication that any like new like kingdoms are coming. It's still just costumes. Can we be the Bloodworth brutal? Yeah. Nice. Uh, that one's name is so. There's a. There is that's Rango. Yeah, Rango's Rango. Dog, Harriet, I didn't know we assigned that. There's Harriet, Rango, Spewart, the one that spits the purple poison, and Tupper, the green one, is t- like stacks mm-hmm. the hat. Dude, I'm being Bloodworth like the whole time. Yeah. Um. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I just wanted to make that kind of fun. It was. Yeah, like, that's cool. There's no other announcements or anything like that. I, that was their DLC. They found just outfits. They just found like yeah stuff in the game for that. Uh. They're pretty pretty safe to say it's coming at some point. Yeah, who knows if it's just like if that's all of it. Yeah, because they released a few outfits with this Luigi's Balloon World update, which oh. had new content. So people are thinking maybe these will be rolled out over time with new content. But there's nothing they've found in the game so far that indicates what that new content might be. They should have with the Balloon World update. They should have done a balloon fight outfit. That just yes, it's a good idea, hmm. Ben. They just should have done that. Very very smart. Should be able to get the balloon too. Yeah. Nice. Why not? Make it real expensive. Yeah, worth like a thousand coins. I need a new world. That's what I want. Yeah, I think that's what everyone's kind of hoping they Let's might go, do. Dude. Is like either I don't know. Would you want just a new world added? I mean, for free would be nice. I'll just say that yes. But would you want a new world, or would you rather them come out with like a like kind of a Breath of the Wild style, like a, not I'll call it story pack, but it's like. Here is a paid twenty dollar update that's going to come with a handful of new king. Like that's what two, I. That's what like I was. Two, one yeah. or two new kingdoms yeah, yeah. with as many moons as you would find in any other kingdom, and you know outfits yeah, two and stuff. Or three new ones. Yeah, because yeah, I don't know if they're going to add a new world for free. I feel like that's going to be. No, paid. no, I didn't expect yeah. free DLC. But is that something yeah, you yeah. want to pay yeah, for? Yeah, dude. Okay. dude. Absolutely. And you want the the expansion world to uh, basically you want your souls world basically you want that. Well, uh, yeah. Or you want the themed world. It like, can be it can be a Nintendoified version of it, yeah. but <clears throat> that dragon fight and that that kingdom that they showed off, it's like I just I want to see what you do if you go a little bit farther with this. I think they really need a haunted world because there was a well, huge mansion. absence of like ghost houses or anything in Odyssey. Very true. Yeah. Was yeah. There was no boo in that. You can. I, I'm, why am I remember? Huge mistake. That's yeah, why they didn't win or goatee. I know. I know Mario has been like a boo in some other game, but I was like, that's not Odyssey. Yeah, that's huge. Good one, Brad. Um, yeah, I, I, Haunted Mansion is probably what I would have gone with. I would love to like see like a them. Luigi's Mansion kind of vibe. You could have a Luigi's I'm Mansion tie in if you wanted. Just made Luigi play. I know they have a Luigi outfit. They put him in the just game. Get, let me play as Luigi, just, dude. Just new challenges with Luigi. Be nice. He did in Galaxy. Yeah, it happened. Like, let me play as Peach or something too. That too. Let me play as the other characters. Like, just like fun stuff at the end of the game. Yeah, maybe they'll be part of that 1999 season pass. That'd be fun. Announced at E3. We'll have to see. But fun, nah, fun little stuff. Yeah. Uh, our final story, probably the biggest one. Bit of teasing and back and forth has been happening re- recently regarding something with Blizzard. So Blizzard recently put out a nice little GIF video on Twitter, whatever it was. That basically showed a Diablo light being switched on and off. And they were just like, hey, cool, right? Teaser. And everyone's like, huh, Diablo 3 coming to Switch, right? Cool teaser, Blizzard. Mere hours after that one up, Blizzard's like, no, we have nothing to announce. That was just for fun. That, that, that was nothing. Don't worry about it. It's never nothing. It's never yeah, nothing. It's nothing. Because Eurogamer's like, hold on a second. 
Eurogamer is now reporting that yes, it is indeed coming. Diablo 3 is indeed coming to the Switch. Uh, and their statement was that the very much the project is very much in production. And it is uh, they actually said their sources told Eurogamer that they were surprised to see the teaser happen now because apparently the announcement's several months off. E3. Yeah. So they were like, huh. So it makes me wonder if maybe someone accidentally pulled the trigger too soon on this tease from Blizzard on their end. This was, as Brad said, this is something they were going to announce at E3. Uh, who knows? That's not the real interesting thing. I think the real interesting thing here is if it happens, do either of you think Diablo 3 is going to be a big deal coming to... Is that a big deal coming to Switch? And do you think any other Blizzard game would have been maybe better suited, is better suited for Switch. Like, is this a big deal? And is this really the right game to lead off with? I, I still don't, we still don't know if this is happening technically. Eurogamers are saying it is. It might not be the first one, but let's assume Diablo 3 is coming to Switch and it's the only one coming to Switch right now. Do you think it's a big deal? It's absolutely a big deal. Yeah. yeah. Um, I think it falls into that cl- classic category of, hey, Maybe I, like, I'm not playing Diablo 3 right now. I played a lot of Diablo 3 when it came out. I played a lot of Diablo 3 when Reaper of Souls came out. But I've kind of moved on to other things. There's plenty of other stuff to check out. But you repackage it in such a way where it's like, hey, you've got, you brought your Switch with you on this trip. You can play Diablo 3 for 15 minutes. It's perfect. It's the perfect type of game for that. It makes sense. Um, It is, it is a platform giving life to a game uh, it's giving you an extra boost in, in like kind of a similar way to Skyrim, where it's okay. something that like is old and extremely popular, but presented in this way, I think feels fresh and kind of exciting. Like I think personally, I'm gonna have this like, oh man, like I'm playing Diablo kind of moment when I inevitably get it and check it out and make a new character. Yeah, I think it's a huge deal. I think it'll do very well. All right. How did Skyrim do? So it did chart in its first month in the top ten for Switch. Not on the overall MPD, but mm-hmm. it, it and I believe Doom both charted. I actually think one or two of I think Doom charted in the top ten again this month for Switch in the in the MPD. So really, okay, for being you know how many years old <clears throat> game? I mean they were ports of the eight the remasters that had just come out, but Skyrim's right. been around had been around for a long time. That's the point I want to make. Yeah, it's even selling that well was like pretty should be taken yeah. as a positive sign the, the other thing that i think diablo 3 has going for it is they've already put it out on consoles and it they it controls extremely well like okay. that's that's yeah. not a so conversation they a, that so we they have need. a template to go they have a template yeah. and you know i think having things like skyrim and doom come out and be well received like i think there's just a lot less hesitation with diablo 3 where you you can kind of feel this confidence going and purchasing it and it's like hey this will this will probably be good mm-hmm. and i think that's important I hope it comes with the Necromancer. It I think should. It I it think should not only will it come with... Reaper Souls. Yeah, Reaper Souls and the Necromancer. I also think <clears> there <throat> will be, like, some sort of Nintendo theme. Oh, dude, absolutely. Oh, of course there's going to be. You're yeah. going to get the yeah. Master Sword yeah, that's game. Skyrim, dude. Yeah, yeah you're getting the Master Sword happening game. in that game. Yeah. Um, the reason I was bringing up the other point I was trying to, like, weave into the question and did so well was that, uh, I mean, I, I think this is a big deal. But most of the rumors over the past few months have been either surrounding Hearthstone or Over Hearthstone or Overwatch coming yeah. to Switch. Like it would be every other month, it'd be like, "Oh, I heard from a source, Overwatch is going to be coming to Switch at some point." Mm-hmm. Oh, Hearthstone's definitely coming to Switch at some point. Here's why I yeah. think Diablo Three is happening now and not those other games yeah. is 
both of those other games are updating and changing. Like, they just announced a huge, like, arena overwork that they're doing. They're constantly doing, like, events. You know, they have the weekly tavern brawl. With Overwatch, you've got, like, all of these. You've got new heroes constantly. So I think there's just more to figure out with those games than there is with Diablo 3 right now. I think Diablo yeah, 3 just... is at a point where it's like, we know what this is. We know what we're getting. It's easier to kind of... Select all, take it over, and put it on the Switch. Yeah, they're not constantly updating it. Right. I don't think Nintendo has, like, their online service figured out at all to be able to play, like, Overwatch online. Sure, I, that's... For, like, what the kind of experience people would want from a hmm. team-based game like that. Sure. I mean, I don't know about the servers, but they do... The patch delivery stuff has been pretty easy on Switch so far. When yeah, but it's like, like how is their voice chat going to yeah, be yeah, all the, that Everything stuff. else with Overwatch, I can see. Which is, like, super critical for that game. So I, 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 I thought it would come out... Overwatch would be announced to come out in alongside the launch of Nintendo's online service. I thought that was the best time for it, but originally it was going to happen earlier this year was the original plan. Now it's been delayed and it's coming out September of 2018. I wouldn't be surprised if they if more Blizzard games were in the works and Overwatch was one of them. That would be the timing for it. I still think there might be more than Blizzard announced. Uh, sorry, Diablo 3 announced by Blizzard at E3 for mm-hmm. Nintendo, mm-hmm. they might announce their whole plans for Switch at that point. Be like, and Diablo Three is one of them, so it's still not counted out. But I definitely sure. see your point. I think I'm personally more con- like was kind of surprised that's not Hearthstone. That seemed like the the perfect game to take on the go and play on the Switch. I, I felt to me like that would be like the first one they would lead off with that they're going to do any of them. And I guess uh, like, I'd like to hear arguments if you know like why that like I'm, that's not right, Damiani. This is you know it's actually you're not considering this. Well, like let's let's take Hearthstone. Uh, you either control Hearthstone with a mouse or you control it with touch. And yeah. obviously the Switch has a touch screen, but you're going to want to play Hearthstone on on your TV as well. You're going to need to be able to play it docked. They would have to figure out how to make a controller work for okay. Hearthstone, and that's something that they haven't had to do before, they, uh, whereas yeah, like the legwork is already done they with They probably foresee a Joy-Con motion, which would probably annoy the gyro. Right. I don't, I don't think that's what you want. I think you yeah, want to get it to like, a closer that. experience yeah. to like, Gwent on Xbox. I gotcha. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. That makes sense. Okay, yeah. I, I was always thinking just <clears> in <throat> terms of mobile. That's a, that's a good point there. Yeah. I still want to be surprised at some point we do get Hearthstone on, on Switch. Right. They might try and like work. Uh, Nintendo's like, here, Blizzard tells Nintendo, we need a solution for what you just explained on the con- like the dock version. Mm-hmm. What can you give us? And Nintendo's like, oh, you could do this. All right, that works. It's happening. Right. Um, but yeah, th- I, I, this is great. Blizzard showing up and supporting Nintendo, yeah. if this is true. Especially if it, it will stink if this was like a big reveal at E3, like Blizzard getting on stage. Or I mean, there's no stage, but in their direct presentation, like a Blizzard logo appeared. It would have been like, oh, what's this? So that stinks. I hate when these things leak. Like more and more, I'm starting to see branded side of things. Like uh, the you shouldn't like report on leaks and stuff. It's like eh, it does kind of suck sometimes when the big surprise gets spoiled. But yeah, but I mean, if you show a, like a Diablo thing in the light switch flicking on and off, like what? How else is the world going to interpret that? That's as <laughs> yeah. heavy handed yeah. as it yeah. comes. Yeah. Again, yeah, yeah. That's, I still think someone messed up there probably or else yeah. they're changed their plans and it's ha- being announced sooner like maybe it's not e3 yeah, could be maybe they're having a, or something yeah, maybe there'll be a direct for it who knows we'll see um that wraps up for our topics uh we're gonna finish it up by moving into our real quick into our patrons poll section nice. uh, we got two uh viewer submitted questions this week uh first one is from mike spam uh hey allies we're now a year into the switch and many key features are still missing. From a web browser to video players, many expected launch features are MIA with no release in sight. Or at least that's what I would have said when I first got my Switch. 
But in the time since then, I've realized that at least where and how I use where and how I use I to play, I n- I'm never in a situation where I would actually want to use my Switch to watch something or look up something, since either my phone or my PC can always do it better and is always right alongside me. How many missing features, other than achievements, Brad, <laughs> do you guys think you'd actually use, and how many are you okay with not having? Uh, virtual console is like the biggest. Where the hell is this thing right now? Your last two systems launched it. When the Wii U can launch a virtual console, but this can't, I'm baffled. All right. What is going on? We'll see what they have in plan. I mean, September 2018. Got a deadline now, Brad. Yeah, but they had a deadline. Yeah. Like, we've had deadlines. I, I know. I, 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 don't, I don't fully believe what they have in store for us is going to have been worth the wait. But to, real quick note, on the last episode, uh, there was a, develop, uh, a financial Q&A session mm-hmm. that they did at the beginning of February. And uh, both Kiwashima and... Uh, the, basically, the the executives of Nintendo said, "We're gonna announce when we announce this, it will be worth the wait, and it will get people to pay for it." Because the investor asked, "Why are people gonna care about this in in September 2018? Why do you take so long?" And they seemed apparently they seemed really confident, like it's gonna be an exciting announcement. So, well, I mean, if their thing mm-hmm. is like the rumored like renting a game, mm-hmm. that's not gonna get me that pumped. I'm okay. not gonna be like great. I can run a game. You, you, now. Yeah, you def- you want more. Yes, you're angry, but I know. I, I feel some of that anger. I definitely understand that frustration more so. But uh, let, let's keep it maybe to like like the actual apps and extra features besides sure. virtual console. Sure. Like, like Netflix. Does it really bug either of you that you don't have Netflix on there or any other app like feature? I mean, it's one of those things, and I think I said this when we were first talking about the system where it's mm-hmm. like, hey, why why don't you have this if everyone else does? Like, why can't you, if your previous systems, if the freaking 3DS has it, why don't you have this? It just makes you look bad. I've downloaded Hulu on my Switch. Yeah. I don't think I've used it one time. And I, I think, I think you just have to be realistic where, like, from a, from a checking the box perspective, like, maybe it carries a little bit of weight, but... People are using these services on their phones. They're using them mm-hmm. on their tablets. They're using them on their TVs. There's just we can get so many of these things in other places, and that service is probably going to be better at those places. That it there aren't too many things that I I like. If I had a browser on my Switch, I bet I would forget that I had it. Absolutely. Um, like especially if you're in a game, right? Like let's say you're in a Switch game. Would you want to pull that up in your Switch and like? minimize your game or whatever you would need to do to access it or do you just want to quickly pull up your phone that you're already super familiar with and just do that you probably just want to do that so i can't outside of the virtual console outside of the online and outside of the online service mm-hmm. i can't think of anything that i'm desperately needing yeah i'm with you on that i think it <clears throat> took the realization that my my iphone 8 plus screen size is the same as my switch that it's just easier to take yeah same screen no, it's not. Remember, the screen only comes to here. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's close. close. Someone was telling me. That, oh, sorry, not the not the iPhone. The, sorry, the Wii U gamepad's screen is the same oh. size. But like, apparently, sorry, it's close enough. Thank you for correcting me, Brad. It's close enough. Look at that. It's not that. It's different. close. Yeah. So it's not really worth it for me to take in the Joy-Con stuff or take it apart to bring in bed. Sure. Like initially, I was like. I wish you could just have Netflix on here. I just want to bring my Switch into bed and just watch it. I just want to stop my game, go lie down. Now it's like, I got a phone. I can just do this on my phone. Like, I, mm-hmm. 
the 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 point of it, just making the point that it doesn't have this stuff, kind of stinks. But it's not personally tearing me apart. Right. Yeah. I think it's more of like a slightly embarrassing that like people are asking for it. And Nintendo's not giving it, and there's real no there's no explanation other than we're just working on it. Be patient and stuff. That's kind of like I think it's poor communication on this one front that's mm-hmm. hurting them. We'll, we'll see what their solution is, but it's not personally. I, I'm now okay with it. It doesn't doesn't bug me as much as it did at launch. So that is where I stand on that. Um, I I guess one thing that I I would like Nintendo to adopt that I think Sony, Microsoft, and Steam have done to varying degrees of success is yes, the Switch does have sales. But I'm usually not aware of it until I go on the eShop and they're like, oh, here are the things that are on sale and most of the stuff I don't I don't care about. I wish it did a better job the way the other platforms did of making events out of sales, whether it be like seasonal fun stuff that it was doing. Mm-hmm. Like they, they have they have definitely done that like on the three DS and the Wii U, but I think they could make it more of an event than they are doing now and, and generate buzz. Like with, how Steam has like their summer sale and winter sale, like stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, I, I think that generates a lot of excitement. Yeah, um, sure does. And it's an easy thing to do, and I think they could do a better job of it than they're doing now. Yeah. yeah. Well, uh, unfortunately, I think we're going to have to cut the questions short because we are running a little bit over. I know we said we're going to do two, but I, uh, I apologize. Um, but that that was actually a really good question. We had to talk about Sonic. Yeah, with Sonic, t- Sonic, Sonic, Sonic took up too much time. But uh, <laughs> um, usually we do answer more than one on those of these, so I do apologize. But again, thank you for everyone who did submit your questions. Um, and if you'd like to submit a question for consideration for the panel on uh, future episodes uh, for Patrons Pulse, uh, the week that we're recording, uh, be sure to check out patreon.com slash easyallies, and I will throw up that post calling for submissions for $5 and up patrons. So be sure to look out for that. And as I do my best to, I do read all over all, I read over all of them. I try and select the ones I think will be best suited to the panel and to our discussion. Um, and we usually do get two on there. So I do apologize again, but thank you for all those. Um, and again, be sure to check out all of our content. If you like what you heard here, if you want to see what the rest of us work on, um, you can always check us out uh, at easyallies.com or youtube.com slash easyallies. But to make all this possible uh, and you want to show your support, you can also check us out at yeah, patreon.com slash easyallies. I want to thank you both for being on here today yeah, and putting up with talking about Sonic as a human boy. <laughs> I, that has to be one of the hardest and most awkward subjects in the history of Easy Allies. I don't think you had to push too hard, honestly. Yeah. Yeah. But, yeah, that's an awkward silence. That's, like, pretty much sums up the topic <laughs> right there. But, yes, thank, thank you both for being on here again. And, as always, may the way of the hero lead to the Triforce. Triforce.